Welcome to Victory Church's online podcast library. We hope you enjoy this message today. This is going to be a little bit different um, tonight. I was been praying about this um, evening and I had a whole other message that I had. But it's, instead, I, I just felt like the Lord was saying this morning from this passage that I read this morning about um, in Psalm 1. That, um, you know, just like the Holy Spirit is river, Holy Spirit is also fire, right? Everyone say fire. fire. And we heard, we've talked about a few weeks ago that the Word of God is the, is the material. It's the, it's the, it's the, the unique material that the Lord uses to bring fire in our lives. You gotta have something to burn, right? Well, the Word of God is that you've got to have a word in you for the fire to burn, right? So I'm, there's, the scripture I'm talking about is how blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scoffers, but his delight is in the law or the word of the Lord. He delights in the word of the Lord. The, you know, this is... It's not natural for, for the, the natural man does not delight in this book. It's, you know, it's, it, it's not, it's not that way. But, but as you begin to, you know, it starts with the discipline. You start to have a, a daily disciplined Bible reading thing. You start to read it and it starts to get in you. And before you know it, you turn into that guy that delights in the word of the Lord. The word becomes a part of your life, and you love that part of your life. You know, this morning, I, I was rejoicing. I've been reading, a, you know, I've got a Bible reading program plus other stuff that I read, but I was reading, through, and this had me bogged down in all these laws like Pierce was talking about, laws and numbers and Leviticus and Deuteronomy, and they, they threw me Psalm 90 this morning, and I was rejoicing. It's just like, wow, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Underneath of the everlasting arms. I was just um, blessed by, by that. But so you, you start to delight in God's words. He says, his delights in the law of the Lord and in his law he meditates day and night. And he will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water. So you become that person that's your roots are planted down into into the word of God. And you begin to... Bring life. Life begins to flow into you. Life begins to flow. Life begins to flow. So, so that's what we're gonna, we're just gonna, we're gonna just read a few, a couple of passages tonight. Ponder them. And let them just turn into the river in our lives. Okay? Turn, he's gonna turn the, the, the words into the river in your heart as you let them just come into you. Just open wide right now. Take in his words. I'm gonna read some familiar passages. This is, um, one I've been preaching on for the last year, Psalm 46. I think it's it's important to me because it's if, if you know when Jesus comes, he can he can say anything he wants, right? But for him to quote his own word tells me something about the word. It tells me about how essential it is, right? If Jesus. You know, it, you, sometimes people think, you know, think, well, they, they can actually, they can prophesy better than the Word of God. No, you can't. The Word of God is God's Word. It's His sword. 
Anyway, Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, he will not fear, though the earth should change. Well, that's what you, we are living in a season right now where the earth is changing. It's changing right in front of our eyes. We are in transition. We're transitioning, transitioning from one age to the next age. We're at the end of the gospel age and we're transitioning, transitioning into the thousand year reign of Christ on earth. It's a transition. We're at the end of it. It's not pretty at the end. So the, the earth is changing. It's not going back to the way it was. We're in the transition. And he goes on to say, and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, there's going to be some strange stuff happening. And though its waters roar and foam, yeah, there's, there's stuff going on in the nations that's probably, it may calm down for a while, but it'll intensify again. Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride, there is a river. Everyone say it again. There is a river. Say it again. There is a river. I love the sound of it. We have to say it again. There is a river. Well, that river is flowing in in the city. It's flowing in my life individually and flowing in our lives corporately. But it's flowing in the midst of that transitional world that's going on. In the midst of the chaos. You know, if if you lived in Kiev right now, you'd be hearing sirens and bombs. We're not hearing sirens and bombs, but I smell the smoke in our culture in the world. I smell it. It's out there. War is in the air. Trouble's in the air. But there is a river. In the middle of the smoke, in the middle of the weapons firing, in the middle of the crazy, there is a river. In the middle of the pandemic, there is a river. There is a river. You know, Paris said to me today on the way, our, we, we, uh, we were on our way to the house in the back, driving our car from, for about 300 feet or however far it was to the house back there. And in our, in our ride home, she said to me, she said, you know, the river probably saved your life. It did. Multiple times. The river is God's source of life. He's, he, it's His source of life that we drink from, that, that we drink from every day, that we should be drinking from every day. So there is a river in the midst of this chaos. Now let's go back a couple chapters. We're letting the Word of God feed us tonight. I'll try to say as little as possible and just let this speak to us. Psalm 36, verse 5 through 9. David, again, he's talking about the river. He says, your loving kindness, O Lord. And it's in in King James, it's mercy, mercy, loving kindness. The kindness of God, the mercy of the Lord. Your mercy. Now, when you when you start to, to taste and see that the Lord is good, you begin to taste. You begin to drink in his presence. You get a sip of the river and it becomes sweet to your taste. It begins to come into you. It begins to awaken parts of you that have been not functioning before. It awakens you to life. It awakens you to beauty. It awakens you to redemption. It awakens you to Christ and his love. It awakens you to his mercy. You start to sense the mercy of God. You sense that, that you are you are headed toward justice and judgment. Judgment was on you and, and mercy fell on your heads. 
Mercy was dripping down from heaven. You touched the river and the river opened your eyes to see mercy, 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 mercy. And David said, your mercy, Lord, it extends to the heavens. It extends past the moon and past Mars and past Venus and past Pluto and past Alpha Centauri. It gets all the way through, all the way into eternity. His mercy passes through the heavens because it's endless and never stops. The mercy of the Lord endures forever. He reaches us again and again and again. So we see his mercy in the river. And he, he goes on to say, yeah, 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 your, your faithfulness reaches to the skies. The faithfulness of God meets us again and again and again and again. Five years later, ten years later, forty years later, fifty years later, till the day that you breathe your last breath, the faithfulness of the Lord reaches to the skies. Have you seen it? You see this? You see these things? They become precious to you in the river. You step into the river. Wow, mercy. God is merciful. Wow, you step into the river. Oh, God is faithful. He's been with me from my my first breath. He's been with me every day. He is faithful and he's true. Your righteousness, Lord, are like the mountains of God. Oh, you see righteousness. You start to see it's righteous is not what you do. It's not being a good person. It's not because you're better than most. No mercy, righteousness is a gift. It's a gift that's given to us. Righteousness becomes ours, ours the moment we taste and see that the blood of Jesus was for me. Righteousness is a gift from God. Oh Lord, your righteousness are like the mountains of God. Your judgments, Lord, are like a great deep. You know, none of the the horrible people, you know, you think of, if you, if you, if you think about some of the horrible people in the world today, you know, in, in back in the 40s, it was Adolf Hitler, and then there for a while, everyone was talking about Saddam Hussein, and then, then there was the guy, who was that, oh, um, Bin Laden, Bin Laden, and then there's you know, all these other guys, but now there's this guy, Putin. You know, he looks, he looks like he's getting away with murdering thousands and thousands of people. He's getting away with nothing. All he's doing right now is storing up judgment. That's all he's doing. His cup is filling up a little more each day. His cup is getting fuller and fuller and fuller. We don't know how much more there is to the top till his cup is full. He's storing up wrath for the day of judgment. Yeah, and you see it. You see it when you step into the river. You see that no one gets away with anything. See, judgment falls on one of two people. It either falls on you or it falls on the cross. Christ was judged in my place. The judgment that's falling on this world, I hide under the rock. Bombs can be falling on from the sky. I'm hidden under the rock. Pandemic can be going crazy. It can be... Whatever the next, whenever the next level is, whatever we just had, it can go to the next level. Pandemic nightmare. And I'm under the rock. I'm hidden away in Christ. Judgment is falling on the world. 
The mercy's falling on me. His mercies are raining down. They're new every morning. Yeah, this is, this is what kept David going. He says, his judgments are great, are like a great deep. Oh Lord, you preserve man and beast. Safety under the shadow of your wings. Safe. Come on, lift your hands. Get under his shadow with me for a minute. Under the shadow. Under the shadow. Under Shaddai's shadow. Under Shaddai's shadow. It's a place of, of, of protection. Oh, he protects man and beast under the shadow of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. How precious. How precious, now he goes back to that first thing that he said in verse 5. How precious is your loving kindness or your mercy? How precious, how precious, how precious is your mercy? Your mercy, the mercy of God. Oh, the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. You gotta say it with me. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Oh, you gotta say it again. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. His mercy endures. Mercy, Lord. Mercy. Mercy, son of David. Have mercy on me. Son of David. So his mercy. Yeah. And the children of men take refuge. In the shadow of your wings. They drink their fill. Cambre me say. That word is, that's the word is to be drunk or intoxicated. The word fill there is it's to be satiated. To be totally up to the top. They drink their fill. Ah, la socon resta. Drink. And drink again. And drink again. Have you had a drink yet tonight? Drink again. Come on. Drink it. Drink. Calabremostoco. Abateka. Ah, asokroteste. You know, drinking. Drinking is easy. It's just another word for receiving. Take, take an end. Breathe. Drink. Abarosotremeste. Be still and know that I am God. Yo, yeah, so they drink their fill of the abundance of your house. The abundance of your house. Lord, there's more than we can know in the house of God. People that are not in the river only, only see faults with the house of God. If you're not in the river, all you can see is human error and human frailty and and human faults. But you get in the river, you go into the house of God and you see the abundance of His mercy. You see His mercy everywhere. See His mercy touching and changing people's lives. Their inconsistencies are not that big in your eyes because you've, you've seen Jesus and you've seen His mercy. You've seen His kindness. You've seen His loving kindness. You've seen it endure forever. Oh, and you begin to drink your, your fill in the abundance of my Father's house. Ha! Blakorema. In my Father's house. In my Father's house, Jesus said, there are, are many dwelling places. In my Father's house, there's an abundance for everyone. There's more than you can ever imagine. I go to prepare a place for you. For in my Father's house, there's more than enough. 
Oh, you know, did you know, did you ever notice that that passage, let not your heart be troubled? Oh, if I, if it, if he says, I'm going to, away to prepare a place for you, if it were not so, I would have told you. And my father's house are many mansions or many dwelling places. That was the beginning of three chapters, 14, 15, and 16 in John, where Jesus taught about what? Somebody say it. The Holy Spirit. Three chapters. He's about to teach them for the first time. He's saying, in my Father's house. How? In my Father's house, there's an abundance. In my Father's house, there's life evermore. In my Father's house, you can drink your fill of the abundance. And you can be satisfied, satiated. You can drink your fill of what David said here. You can drink your fill of the abundance of your house. You give them to drink of the river of, if I'm not mistaken, this word in Hebrew is Eden. Anyone ever heard that word before? Eden. The river of delight. You can drink your fill, of the river of delights, of joy. Well, you know, that's the, that's the crazy thing. You can have bombs blowing off and buildings falling down around your head and people being killed and decimated and in the middle of chaos, in the middle of all the, the drama that's taking place, there can be joy in the house of God. Joy in your house, joy in your life, no matter what's going on. Let's just, let's, let's go back time travel 24 months ago or, or 23 months ago, whatever it was, about when they first said, oh, you're going to have to stay in your house now. You can't come out of your house now. Oh, you can't go to the restaurants. No, 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 that won't be allowed. We even thought there, even in New Orleans, they even started having checkpoints. Oh, you can't come into your house. You can't go to the restaurant. Oh, you can't go to the school. Oh, you can't go to the church. Oh, you can't go to the theater. Oh, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. And you can't. No one knew how long all of the this stuff was going to happen for, for two years. But in the midst of that, regardless of what it is or why it is, if it's justified or not justified, in the midst of that, there is a river. There is a river. There is a river. There is a river. It can't be seen by the natural eyes. And if your eyes are on COVID, 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 or, or whatever bombs, or Putin, or whatever it is, or whoever it is, whatever your nightmare is, if your eyes are on that, there's no river for you. You can't see it. It's hidden. It's underground. It's only for those that have had the veil pulled back. For others, oh, he's talking about the Holy Spirit again. Isn't there anything else to talk about? No, there's not. There's Actually, there is. The Father and the Son are the other two things to talk about. So, for you, for with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see lights. And I'm going to read two other scriptures. One's in Isaiah 32, yeah, Isaiah 32, two verses, one verse in Isaiah 32 and one verse out of Ezekiel, then we're going to pray. But these two verses are so beautiful to me. You are so beautiful to me, to me, 
You're everything I hope for. You're everything I need. You are so beautiful to me. <laughs> Each, this, oh yeah, yeah, this is, um, uh, it's, 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 the King James has, has a, a better rendition of this. He says, he will be like a refuge from the winds. He will be like a refuge from the winds and a shelter from the storm. Like streams of water in a dry country. Like the shade of a huge rock in a parched land. So Jesus, here's the, here, here's the picture. He's the, he's the, he's the rock and he's the river. You know, in 1 Corinthians 10, it talks about the rock. You ever wonder about that? Paul said there was a rock that followed the children of Israel around for 40 years. That's unthinkable. He said there was a rock that followed them. And there was water coming from the rock. And that, that congregation of whatever it was, a million people or more, that congregation. How much water does it take to have for a million people every day? The rock followed them and it gave them water from the rock. Well, this rock is Christ. Paul said. Supernatural provision. Well, here's this rock in a dry land. There's bombs. Bombs falling down from the sky. And they're hitting people and they're killing people. Unless, unless you're under the rock. The rock is Christ. And the rock, that's what the cross is. The rock Took my judgments. He took my judgment. All that judgment that belonged on me. He took it. He took my judgments. And what, what comes on me is, is comfort and mercy. Yeah, under the shadow of the rock, there's the water that I can drink from. There's this river that I can drink from to nourish my soul. The rest of the world is getting cooked and fried with bombs. And I'm under the rock. I'm hidden away. I'm drinking from the river. Yeah, that's our place. And now with this one last verse, this is, I, I mentioned it this morning, Ezekiel 47, Ezekiel's vision. He had a vision of the river. This river that flows from the throne of God. It's flowing out from the threshold of the church. It's flowing from Jesus and the Father. And one verse, he's in verse 47, 9, he says, It will come about that every living creature which swarms in every place where the river goes will live or will be healed. And there will be many fish for these waters go there and the others become fresh. So everyone will live where the river goes. Hallelujah. I knew I liked fresh fish. Better than saltwater fish. I knew it. I didn't know why. Because freshwater fish, we learned this morning that freshwater fish don't drink. They take water in by osmosis. They just, they're in it. They're in it. Ha ha ha. They're in it. They're just in it. It's a taste of millennial drinking. It's a taste of what it's going to be. A taste. You know, it's what the Holy Spirit gives us. A taste of heaven, of kingdom come. He's a taste. Paul said he's a foretaste of what's coming. 
Oh, he's, he's a foretaste of what's coming. And in the, yeah, there's a, there's a river in the, in there, there's going to be a, this, this incredible river that we, that we live in and we, we, it's, it's life, it's recovery, it's wholeness. So it's this, the healings that take place in this age, in this gospel age, are a taste of what happens in the resurrection. Resurrection, total, complete wholeness in the resurrection. Complete wholeness. A perfect body without, without sickness and disease. Perfection. But now we, we taste it. We taste it. And everywhere the river goes, there's healing. Yeah, there's, there's stuff that still affects you from your past. It does. There's stuff that affects you, but, but you get in the river and it starts to be dis, disseminated. It just, just kind of just goes, starts to go away. He washes us. There's washing. It's a cleansing. You know, it's kind of like, it's like kidney dialysis machine. You get in and it starts to cleanse your blood. Yeah, you got to get in there regularly. One time is not good enough. I think with kidney dialysis, it's every couple of days, right? You got to get in and get your blood cleansed. With Jesus is daily. We get on the Holy Ghost cleansing. And he's washing. 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 He's washing. He's washing away. It might be a defilement. It might be stuff you've seen. You might be offended by stuff. It might be pictures you've seen. It might be stuff from your past. Words from your past. Or fears from your past. Or a drama from your past, or disasters from your past, stuff with your parents, or with your ex-husband, or wife, or or children, or parents, or whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. Whatever whatever tragic circumstances bruised you, there's healing and recovery in the river. He heals the bruised and wounded hearts. First thing he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to heal the broken hearts. Visit our website at www.victorychurchnola.com for service times and more information.